that as we have uh, different strengths uh, that we bring to the table, uh, we can appreciate the whole a lot more. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Practitioner's Podcast, where our goal is to apply Jesus-style disciple-making to everyday life. This episode is powered by Navigators Church Ministries, where we focus on helping churches make disciples who can make disciples. For more information, check out navigatorschurchministries.org. Tony, how are we doing today? Uh, You know, I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm ready for 2021 to get things back to normal. Like I'm, I'm, my kids are going back to school tomorrow on the okay. day that we record this, and I'm super excited to get them out of the house. I mean, to get them back into <laughs> community is what I meant to say. Right there, you go. Back to normal, right? Remember, remember when normal was different than it was today? Like, oh. do you remember? Remember when we you could go somewhere and like be with people and going places and just doing I stuff. I miss going places so much i need people what is your favorite part about going places uh so one of my favorite things about going places is is watching people like i love to people watch okay and my favorite person to people watch with is my wife because we see the world so differently and on one side of the room this happened a lot when you know when we go to parties or like Christmas parties or cocktail parties or whatever. And she would sit on one side of the room with her friends and I would sit on the other side of the room. And then the drive home would be this epic conversation about who and what we saw and how it played out and whether or not that was a good thing or bad thing. And my wife is like the one person you can always tell me when I'm super awkward, Mm -hmm. which if you hang out with me long enough, I can be very awkward because I I don't have a great sense of personal boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Um, but but I love the complete picture that it gives us mm-hmm. when we look at uh, a room together. And and interestingly enough, that's kind of what we're talking about today when it comes to disciple making. And and I, Justin, I would love for you to share a little bit about uh, the scale of disciple making as it relates to how we make disciples. Right. Yeah. So the disciple making scale is is kind of that idea, right? That as we have uh, different strengths uh, that we bring to the table, uh, we can appreciate the whole a lot more, right? And so the scale looks at two sides of basically people that some people are naturally intentional. So they're more strategic. They think things through before they get into a situation. Uh, and that's kind of the, the way they approach life normally. Mm. And then the other side of the scale is relational. And so these people aren't as strategic. You know, they're just connecting with others and engaging them and really just delving down into the relationship. And so as we think about a disciple-making relationship, you know, having both of these things present in the relationship is super important. How, how do we, um, how do we jump into the idea of knowing where we are in the scale? Cause I, uh, you and I have talked about this idea before, mm-hmm. but I think prior to meeting you, you could have said, Tony, are you, intentional or relational, I would have been like, I'm an extrovert. What does that mean? (laughs) And and I think the more that I've studied this and the more that you and I have talked about this is that it's a lot more than just being introvert, extrovert, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. In fact, it doesn't doesn't necessarily follow those labels, uh, introvert, extrovert. I mean, a lot of times it will. So the introverts are more likely to be intentional. Extroverts are more likely to be relational. But 
you know, there's some extroverts who fall on the intentional side of the scale and vice versa. And so how we assess where we are, a lot of times is just looking at who we are as people and how we engage others and how we engage ministry. And so, Tony, let me just share with you kind of the, the way that I found where I was on this scale. And really, prior to this, I'd never heard of this scale, didn't know anything about it, but I was down in Texas on my first ministry assignment at 22 years old. And I was paired with a guy, we were uh, planting a campus ministry, another guy, and then we had two girls on the team as well, uh, all about the same age. And um, one of the things that I believed at that time in my life is the better I knew God and the better I knew the word, the more I'd be able to impact people for the kingdom. Mm. And so, you know, I was heavily engaged in Bible study, scripture memory, et cetera, et cetera. Now, my teammate was kind of the opposite of me. I mean, very much so. Uh, And he would say things to me like, man, Justin, I wish I knew the Bible the way that you did. I wish I knew the word the way that you did. And so he was reflecting back to me, okay, well, I'm a little bit ahead of him in these areas. But then a couple months into the ministry, uh, he had all these people dropping by our apartment wanting to spend time with him. And I had a couple people that if I chased them down, uh, then they would spend time with me. And so I really had to wrestle, like, why is this the case? Oh, interesting. Right? And so as I processed that, I realized that I was really deficient in a whole side of what it meant to minister effectively. And later on, I tied it into disciple making. It's the same thing, is that I was really deficient in relational skills. And so that's how I became aware of kind of my weakness on this scale. I was really heavy on being intentional, uh, but not so great on relational. So how about how about you? What's yeah, been your experience? Well, for me, I, I tend to lean a little bit more relational. And the truth is, is that um, I have always been able to talk to people. And that's not, a, that's not a, a scary thing for me. It's not an issue for me. And and a lot of the friends that I hang out with before getting into ministry were also super relational. They were mm-hmm. We were all doing sales together, right? Okay. And so like, hey, a bunch of salesmen in the room and we just get going. And what I realized when I got into ministry and I started working with a broader base, I would say something like, hey, just go in there and, and talk to them. And people would look at me like I had three heads mm-hmm. because they're like, what am I going to say? I'm like, well, whatever just comes to your heart. And they're like, no, mm-mm, not doing that. That's not how this is going to work. And I was like, what do you mean it's not how it's going to work? Like, this is super easy. We can do this. And mm-hmm. um, it wasn't until a couple years into ministry that I realized not everyone is just comfortable talking to complete strangers without a Amen. plan. Amen. Yep. Right? And and that doesn't that doesn't necessarily make me an extrovert, even though I am an extrovert. Right. It it just means that I'm I'm super comfortable in a relationship enough that if whatever you're gonna give me, I feel comfortable rolling with. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the relational side of me. Right. Yeah. I think that's the relational side so of me. So how about with, with intentionality though? So if you're heavy on that side of the scale, how how has intentionality come to bear in your framework and in your awareness within disciple making? Yeah. So here's the problem with us relational people. If you're listening to this and you're like, ah, Tony, that resonates. I'm relational. The the problem is, is that when you try to disciple someone um, who's not relational or who's not as relational as you are, you end up leaving them short staffed, right? We, we've talked in previous podcasts about tools mm-hmm. and, uh, 
it, it's very similar. This this lines up very similar to that discussion because if you're if you don't have a plan, then you're going to fail, and that's that's what ends up happening to me when I solely make disciples out of my relational side. So if I don't develop my intentional side and develop a plan of intentionality, mm-hmm. a purpose, then I end up walking into a relationship and I might get a really good friend out of it, mm-hmm. but I never push someone to the place where they're comfortable reproducing other disciples because I wasn't intentional in the end game, right? It, I have an old mentor who used to say, if you don't know where you're going, every road will take you there. And, and the idea is that this um, lack of planning ends up leaving you lost. Hmm. So a lot of a lot of disciples who never go on to make disciples, uh, they don't become disciple makers. One of the most frequent things that we hear is that they, I just don't feel equipped. I don't know what to do. Right. Right. And so maybe that's part of it too. That if we're only relational with people, then those who are not relational, right, who are more on the intentional side, they they need that equipping. Now the relationals need that equipping too, but the intentionals feel that right because it's like your story like no i'm not just going to walk into this room and start talking to people i need to know what to say i need to be equipped with something right to do with them it's super funny even how we make this podcast is a great example of the differences of the scale Uh uh-huh right because um justin and i we we love this podcast we love all of you we put a lot of time and effort into it and we're both passionate about the topic i would be completely comfortable coming into an episode and just me and you talking for 20 minutes. Right. Yep. And that's not what we do. No. (laughs) (laughs) So because I would not be and and it would not go well from my end, right? Because I'm not just going to come up with things that uh, I feel like fit the topic and fit what we're doing um, in a focused manner. I mean, that's just me, right? And so what I do is I, I like think through, all right, well, let's let's talk about this topic and here's a couple things I want to make sure we include and what do you think? And and so we kind of have this kind of pregame conversation before. And, and it really makes, it makes me better in the sense of that we come, we know where we're going. Mm-hmm. We know where we're going to end before we start. And then in the middle of the podcast, I throw in my typical like, you know, interruption of thought. <laughs> and right. and I think that, I, I hope, my prayer is that that makes you a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. And so it makes the, the whole much better, right? Yeah. So kind of like your opening illustration with your wife and going places and how you have different perspectives, that really when we bring the whole to bear, uh, the picture is more full and more complete. And when we do that in disciple making, the same thing is true, right? Yeah, and, and you know, to further that point, if we look at the life of Jesus, because again, we, we always want to take this back to applying Jesus-style disciple-making mm-hmm. to everyday life. How, how did you see intentionality and relationally in Jesus's ministry in the scriptures? Yeah. So um, let me talk about intentional, and then I want to hear about relational from you. So one of the ways that I see Jesus being intentional, I mean, from the very beginning, he has a plan, right? So Matthew 4.19, we've talked about on this podcast before. Jesus says, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So even from the start, from that invitation, he's saying, no, I have an end game in mind for you. And if you want to come with me, this is where we're going and this is where we're heading. Mm. And so that's one. I mean, there's, there's lots of them. I mean, when we see him sending out the 12 in Luke 9 or the 72 in Luke 10, 
he sends them out with really specific instructions on what they're to do, what they're to take, who they're to stay with. I mean, he has very clearly thought through a plan that he is sending them into and asking them to, to move, move into the plan, to live out the plan. Then they come back and he debriefs it with them, right? He you know, collects the, the experiences that they've had. And so when we look at Jesus' life with an antenna up for intentionality, we can see it throughout the Gospels. But how about relationship? How do, how do we see a relational nature of Christ? Well, I, I think the very nature of how he made disciples lends itself to the, the relational aspect, right? He, he did life with these men, right? When you think about the 12 disciples, you know, John 15, uh, what is that? Verse 14 through 17, Jesus says, you are my friends, right? He's, mm. he's constantly retreating with the 12. He's going places with them. He's explaining the parables in further depth as if he's invested in them like spiritual children, right? You know, mm-hmm. Rabbi to teacher. Um, I, I love Matthew 26, 36. Jesus is in the garden, and he could be there by himself if he wanted to. You know, he knows the task before him, but he, he, he looks at the 12, and he says, come sit here while I pray, as if to say, I need you in my life, mm. and, and I'm, I want you in my life, and I'm relating to you in my moment of need, because we're family. We do this together. And, and I love, man, I love that imagery for disciple making. Um, and I love that for disciple makers. Because as we've talked about before, disciple making cuts to the very core of who you are. Mm-hmm. If you try to do it in a program, it won't work. It, it has to be uh, relational and intentional. Yeah, and so what, what you just said there, it cuts to the core of who we are. It normally cuts right through our deepest weaknesses, yeah, right? Absolutely. And insecurities. And so I know that as an intentional, that that relationships are hard. And being relational, it's not my natural, you know, MO, right? And so but I know it's important. And so I have to lean heavy into that. And it's been, you know, a lot of years of really trying to develop that in myself. And and a lot of it's been painful to recognize the weaknesses that I have in that. Um, and so, you know, the same thing can be true with the people who are naturally rela- relational, Certainly, right? Certainly, yeah. And so if we're going to be excellent disciple makers, then we have to be willing to walk through the valley of our weaknesses and allow Jesus to help us um, develop those as well so that we can really help people. Tony, I was thinking about this a while back, and I, I thought of an illustration about a shower, right? So if we're thinking about um, discipling somebody else, and if we only do it in the area of our strength, right? So, and I I have experience because I actually did this for a while. Um, If I'm discipling somebody and I'm almost all intentional Mm. and hardly any relational, what that looks like is I'm delivering content, um, asking some questions, but they're really kind of focused on doing, um, not on how they're doing, but what they're doing. and I thought, you know, if we do that, that's kind of like drawing a shower out that, that's only ice cold water. <laughs> right? I mean, we can do that. Sure. People can get clean in those showers, but it's not comfortable and most people are going to jump out. Yeah. Right? And so I had that happen, that oh, there were good. times when I was discipling people and they would just, they would leave and disappear and I'd be like, I don't know what's going on. And, um, but the opposite can be true as well, right? If we're only relational with people or too relational um, it's like having a shower that that is hot and stays hot and gets hotter and hotter because it's just relationship. And we might think, well, that's 
that's not that bad, right? I mean, but actually it is harmful because people then don't understand how is this disciple-making relationship any different from a friendship? Yep. And when they don't see a difference, they're not going to do anything to disciple somebody else in the future. They're going to think, well, man, Tony's my friend, and I really appreciate him, and I'm glad I got him in my life, right? And, and so there's that, that side too. So if we want to have the most effective disciple-making we can have, we want to have it kind of in the middle, right? Not too hot, not too cold, not too much intentionality, not too much relationship. We want kind of both in there. Um, so that people are, are getting the results that they need to become disciples and disciple makers. Well, one of the interesting things that you said there is effective. And I think that this is really important because a lot of times we want to lump this conversation into good and bad, mm. right? And we're not putting a connotation on whether or not you're relational or if you're intentional. Mm-hmm. We're just saying that the effective disciple maker always strengthens the weaker skill in his or her arsenal. Hmm. Right. And so this is about effectiveness. It's not about saying, do we want you to have friends that you're absolutely want you to have friends? Right. Do do we want you to to be in um, to to put out good content? Absolutely. We want you to put out good content. We want you to do all those things. But effectiveness is rooted as disciple makers in modeling our life after Christ. Mm -hmm. And so that means understanding that we need to grow in both sides of the scale, depending on where you are, to even things out and to reach the most amount of people for Jesus. Right. Yep. Because if we if we only do one, then we're leaving something out that's really vital. And Jesus-style disciple-making, when we look at him, he was both. He wasn't just one or the other, right? He lived both out in the context of a disciple-making relationship with the men that he had. And we saw the effect that he had on those guys, right? I mean, they were deeply loyal to him. I mean, most of them ended up dying uh, because of their association and faith in him, but they were also deeply committed to his mission. Yeah. Right? And so it was both and. It wasn't just, well, yeah, I really like Jesus, but yeah, I got a different thing that I'm doing with my life. I mean, that's not what we saw. It was both. I really love Jesus, and I'm about the same thing he was about. Yeah, and so, you know, the takeaway for today is, Disciple makers work on the skill that's on the opposite side of their scale, right? So wherever you are, if you're relational, work on intentional. If you're intentional, work on relational. The Developing the balance creates an ideal environment that increases our effectiveness, right? And the action step is for, for both of us, or I'm sorry, for all of us to identify where you are light on the scale and take one step in how to grow in it, right? Just one step in growing in that either uh, intentional or relational side of the scale, wherever you might be a little light. And so I, I think that as you look at the people that you are pouring into, this will help you grow immensely in this process. So as always, it's a joy and a privilege uh, to be with you on this disciple-making journey. We are so thankful for our relationship with you. We're thankful for uh, that you give us the time to do this If you could, do us a favor, leave us a rating and review, especially on iTunes. It really does help get the word out about what God is doing on this platform. And maybe uh, share this episode with a friend. Maybe share it with somebody who's on the opposite side of the scale from you. I promise it'll create some really fun and growth-oriented dialogue. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you real soon.